Let's do okay. it. All right. Ooh, Sorry, I got distracted by the woman called Fujiko Mine opening. Uh, now that you gave me the... It's a very good opening. Yeah. It's not, like, very musical, but it's, like, super... It's let's great clap. setting the mode. Okay, fine, now. fine. Oh, Nick is Three. talking. <laughs> yes, say, hey, wait, hey, wait. Are, are you doing your names, or am I doing my names? You're, you're doing your names. Don't worry Okay. Hello and welcome everyone to Please Don't Listen to This, Your Life Depends On It, the show where we do something different every single week, and this week we took a trip to a storybook castle with more lesbians than you remember, with revolutionary girl Utena, but specifically the adolescence of of Utena. Uh, Utena. That's how uh, they pronounce it across Yeah, Utena or Mi-Tena. Well, what's going on? (laughs) You know know what they they say, Mi-Tena is (laughs) Utena. (laughs) <laughs> but uh before we get into that uh we're i am here with some of the most revered anime youtubers of all time to talk about uh our favorite openings because <laughs> the utena one rules so hard uh so i have japanimation education seb Whoa, whose thoughtful yeah. breakdowns of uh e- of everyone's favorite anime is uh, well loved by all yeah, um, I got into anime in the Back 80s cool. before we really had the term anime, so I use the term Japanimation a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, you can it's spot just, an old you know, anime I'm just kind of an old mile head. away because they will insist on doing dumb shit like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought it was because they won't when, stop talking about how Miami um, Mike was annoying to them at AnimeCon uh, 95 <laughs> or whatever. An OVA, original video animation, is a term that people use. Um, uh, they will say OAV, original animation video, I think. And yeah, it's a weird, dumb pretentious Stupid. Yeah. Fucking stupid. God. God damn. But I, I think the there, there was something that happened there where people started switching because it was like original adult video started being the <clears> more <throat> common backronym for OAV, I think. I don't know. Is that because Demon City or whatever kept it's using adult. the word dick in its There's dialogue? Maybe. Or what? <laughs> you wouldn't know a vampire if it bit you on the end of your dick. That's it. That's the one. Speaking right now, we have Da Anime Hater Cam, who has only made videos on dubbed Dragon Ball and Evangelion, and summarily oh, regards God. everything else as quote bullshit. Bullshit. It's not real anime. Real anime is on Toonami. Hey, Evangelion. <laughs> Or something. I don't know. I, I kind of love that as an opinion. You should basically you should make that into a real thing you believe. If, if well, not, I still I... haven't seen any of the anime that was on Toonami. So like, yeah, you have. Yes, you have. You just you just watched. Um, yeah, you just watched Gundam. Mobile Suit Gundam. Gundam. That was on there. Exams. 
Also, yeah, you've seen Dragon Ball. Yeah, you've seen Dragon Ball. You saw the tuning exams. Well, I mean, you've... what I'm saying is, there's that's like, I've seen maybe three anime on Toonami. <laughs> there were like three anime on Toonami. Yeah. Oh, they, really? they did. They I did more they later on, uh, but uh, no, but the main ones are like that. Main ones are oh, okay. Bebop, Ghost in the Shell, Inuyasha, and oh, then uh, no, Inuyasha was Adult Swim. Oh yeah, shit! I'm getting my timelines mixed up. We don't. Yeah, they, they uh, actually, but the point is, this episode uh, is Cam's anime uh, YouTube uh, career is basically him just saying that those are the only ones that existed. It's just the final. Uh, it's Naruto versus Sasuke. It's just like that video, but it's flipped so it can't get to, can't Watermark taken down. Because that's also, it's also backwards. <laughs> yeah, that's my name. You shrank it. Uh, also with us, we have Op underscore database, who is. Uh, he that's Alex, and he's here to just post commentaryless uploads of regular anime or openings uh, at service. extremely high qualities with no commentary whatsoever. It's Doing fair content. use, I swear it's not illegal. <laughs> and they're all clean, no credits. <laughs> all the comments underneath are like, I never watch the shows, but I sure do love it when he posts the theme. 8K upscaled with a neural smoothest, network. The smoothest. I, I, saw, I was looking up openings earlier and I saw oh, one yeah. of those and I was like, why would you like, do oh, that? Uncompressed. It all looks like fucking horseshit. <laughs> yeah, it was like 60 FPS, 8K. I'm not even joking. Who the fuck has an 8K monitor? I I love it. Once you get to 8K, it's like you're making well, that Apple up. You're like lying. They have a 10K so, monitor. Which no means your eyes can only see in 4K. And... Well, you can't call bullshit on them because if you did make something like that, we wouldn't even be able to fucking see what it is. Like, yeah, I like it would I be like the it would be the fucking yeah. uh, suitcase from Pulp You're Fiction or the Ark of the Covenant. You would skeleton. look in and it would just be light. <laughs> You'd put your hand in the box and it would just be pain. The <laughs> here at Apple, we have the Gamja Bar, which if you look at it, is just pain. <laughs> Don't market it as friendly. That's it. And if you look away. That's that's the little death. Fear is the mind killer. Don't look away from our televisions. Anyway, I am your host with uh, Grand Line Cartographer, where I just post constant videos about what I think is happening in One Piece, and it might not be connected to what is actually happening in One Piece. Hi. Uh, I'm Nick. Uh, yes. And uh, no, I wasn't if you want hello to, to you. Say hello oh, sorry. I didn't. Oh, wow. Uh, Seb just had a, a cat come in from off screen. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh that's pretty wild um this is um purple music musician who talks <laughs> about um old 90s anime um mm -hmm. from the perspective of somebody she who did not watch it at the she time. really likes tenchi yeah. muya yeah <laughs> what the fuck are exactly. you guys talking about <laughs> no, we're talking about red <laughs> all right so um so we are here to talk about Revolutionary Girl Utena, which is a very, very interesting show that a lot of things that people know better here over in the West have ripped off. Uh, and it's a very interesting uh, kind of cultural thing to point out because in, I think, the anime community, it's extremely well known. But once you move outside that bubble, it's it's like gone. Yeah. Like if you, if you hear people talking about Utena, you're like, what? What? What the hell is that? What is Utena? What do you mean? And on anime nerds, but yes, outside of that, that 
in that way, it almost reminds me a little of uh, of Spelunky, where everyone who's ever designed a game says that that's their favorite game. But once you move outside there, it's it's got the popularity drops off a bit. Um, and uh, in that in that vein, um, oh, we did want to talk about uh, openings and show openings because I feel like the art of the opening it's not dying, but it's getting. It's kind of uh, getting homogenized no. and uh, kind of put through no, a factory right now. No, I think that's right survivorship now. bias. Survivorship bias. Remember the good yeah, openings. Yeah, I, so? I think you you don't you only remember the good openings. You're not watching the the opening for like fucking I don't know. The, the yeah, there were there, okay. You know what? You're you're right because there are there were bad ones then too. But the thing that I think of when I think of openings right now is not just uh, how many bland anime openings there are, which I know that there are plenty. Um, and sometimes shows that I really like can end up having extremely bland openings. Uh, but the, uh, one of the things that I see is that, especially now that streaming shows are kind of like the, the hotness as opposed to a net, as opposed to like a network show or even like an HBO or whatever, your streaming shows tend to all have like a, I know something else did this first, but I just think of it as a Westworld opening where it's like, Ooh, it's going to yeah. be a monochrome like like, like kind a, of like a uh, like, one or two color thing yeah it's yeah it's like, like two second uh stinger for their title drop and like that's the show like the mandalorian or something like that where it's just wow and then text and then See, that's it what i think of is objects yeah. being like thrown or encased through liquid while uh uh it's like it's like some kind of particle effect thing going on with a regular everyday object from the show that you might recognize like iconic objects from the show that are just being like tossed through a cascade <laughs> of fast food commercial water while uh slower slowish music plays yeah. i love and, that shit though yeah. that's all the ones i picked <laughs> i mean when, when they first started doing that that was like cool like i remember watching yeah, the, i don't um, know daredevil da- daredevil opening yes I thought daredevil that does it with the wax and it's meant to look like blood and i will admit i am a mark for I that one i do like that, that style i think um, um mostly because they are some of my favorite shows but i think breaking bad and better calls all have some of the best like 10 second opening sequences those are both so iconic to me uh just the breaking bad uh yeah Hmm. Oh, the Breaking Bad one is so good. I mean, Breaking Bad oh, no, does like kind of seem like it could be an Saul educational one, video sort of thing with the way that the graphics are done. It almost reminds me a little bit of a Bill Nye-ish, which I wonder if the VX, VFX <laughs> artist who did that was yeah. very proud of themselves. Yeah, I was thinking. Yeah, um, I think that one's Saul. a lot, a lot like more stylish. Oh, Bell I do think the Better Call Saul one is better. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. While we're still on, while we're still on TV. Yeah, I uh, that's so. What I think that this is some of the ones that you like. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I was just complaining just about this shit, but Cam Cam's got some good examples. Like, I really the opening exists. There are good. There are good TV <clears throat> openings. There are good, like kind of streaming show, uh, slow, thoughtful music with uh, objects in them uh, being put through a particle effect. And I make fun of a style, but that doesn't mean that there is nothing good about it. That yeah, it might all. be There's a little nothing. overdone, but I st- I still quite like it. Um, the True Detective. I've had kind of a true detective renaissance for the second or third time in my life now <laughs> where I rewatched I rewatched the first season twice I think in the last two years and then the or very much I would say No, not usually. Yeah. I 
try to it move makes on fun to of new me things. Because I like to watch but, the same five. And then I rewatched. <laughs> well, not that you watch the yeah, same things, like more it. that you're opposed like to, watch to watching a new thing. Like you'd rather. <laughs> Which is watch the conceit of this again. podcast. So, um... but. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's more about like introducing anyway. each other to new stuff. Um, but um. Yeah, so the True Detective theme song is very... The, I posted both of them. The second one, I think, is a little better. It's got a really groovy song and a nice bass line. Groovy. Yeah, it's in um, the regular podcast Discord channel. Oh, there it is. I found it. The regular uh, pod show. Yeah, and it's. I like the visuals. It's got really nice like character portraits that are blurred out faces or like partially yeah i did like that about that like i i've never watched true detective but pretty cool it's i think it's stylized really well and the characters are so important in the show that in the setting too like each one is set in a new city so they do these really gorgeous overhead shots of just roads uh, because a a lot of the detective work is just that they're accrediting and then put it over like oh yeah the streets or whatever it's cool yeah and a lot of the show is them driving around to meet you know interrogate different people and stuff so it, it's thematically works really well too but i had this theme song this is one of those oh um, yeah you're not allowed to skip the theme song theme songs to me that's another yeah. thing that they not uh, to like get hbo on... max will be like you know yeah. skip I song like and i'm like absolutely not to don't that. touch that I mean, dial like, i'm yeah. such a yeah or it'll do it automatically Sometimes after i will bit. let it do it but yeah usually I'm well like, it expects no, you to I, be I watching it it expects you to be watching like 10 in a row or whatever yeah which is i guess why some of them start just doing a, a title drop because they're like why are we doing an watching, opening like, people are watching this on all Netflix. at once they still mm-hmm. prompt you to skip the intro <laughs> <laughs> i feel that's very yeah. funny it's like, i feel like you, the ideal forward, like, would be to seconds. it would be to craft something that somebody never yeah, wants to skip instead of that, it always indulging yeah, them with the skip like, thing like goes around on twitter or whatever it's like oh what do you never skip like oh, what, what tv show opening yeah. is like yeah you yeah can't skip this one mm-hmm. yeah you watch every time but mm-hmm. i think that the reason i bounce off some of these anime ones oh, is yeah. they're so incredibly long that i would start to they're skip all, oh that's like i 100 percent understand that yeah. I mean, because it, they got to save on production time whereas uh you know these like kind of live action shows like especially a true detective where you're not really bound by the traditional rules of how how much time the show needs to take. Yeah. You your show your theme song doesn't cut into the amount of time that you need or want to use in your show. So you can make it as long or as short as you want. Uh, it's just, to yeah. not just an anime thing either. Oh, sure. Um Western yes, cartoons absolutely. has done it for the longest well, the time. I think they're, oh, yeah. they're getting out of it now. Time. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. yeah. You can tell course, when an episode needs to fill time yep. because they'll play well, they'll the whole. The circus theme couch song. gag. That's but, right. right. Family I Guy has the that Thundercats big intro. Yeah, mm-hmm. Family Guy has that big uh, circus opening that they'll cut if the episode isn't going to I, run um, short or whatever. Yeah. Before we get off Western cartoons, exactly. there's um, the one that just came to mind for me. Um, the King of the Hill opening is an absolute banger, and I love it. I listen to that one every time. Oh, yeah, oh no, absolutely. It's, that one is very succinct. I really like that one because it gets the idea across like, like, without, like without really having any fat that needs to be yeah, trimmed. Like it, you, can't, you can't really shorten it or lengthen it for an episode, but 
at the same time, why would you want to? It's it's just it's just perfect the way it is. I used to get mad at it. Yeah, as a kid <laughs> and then the show it's so is, high yeah, energy, and then the show yeah. would start, and, and you'd the be show. Like, Hi, Bobby. So down tempo. What are you doing today? <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, where's the cowbell and the riding the lawnmower and drinking uh-huh. beer? I tell you what. It's so it's what. such a subdued show that like, yeah, I, I too remember that disappointment cam. I'm like, wow, I come from the, the Simpsons where, you know, uh Homer almost triggers a nuclear meltdown uh and then tells a funny joke. Uh but yeah. like and then, like, you have to, like, deal with kind of a dry, like, subdued thing right after that. Or it's even crazier if it's Futurama, which, you know, has jokes about ending ah. the universe uh, and Bender blowing up the whole the world over the credits. Is a, is a real, and then it's like, okay, now yeah. we're going to King of the Hill. And rebooting the show and Bender the not Futurama being opening is a real, it. like, we yeah. have money now. <laughs> like, right. this is the show that we're doing now that, you know, someone paid us oh, a lot yeah. to make this show opening, I think. Yeah, they also do that weird thing if they play a public oh, yeah. domain cartoon for one mm-hmm. second. And uh, the podcast we, three out of four of us listen to, Talking Simpsons, they're talking Futurama series. They always say what cartoon that one second clip is from. Of course. And it's always something racist. Like, it's always like cartoon. the one yeah. second Well, of you, the show it's so hard not. to pick a public domain cartoon that's yeah. not racist. It's they're really like, hard. And then the rest of the episode is about blackface <laughs> or murdering Indians <laughs> or Native Americans, I mean. Um, but yeah, anyway, that True Detective theme song, the mm-hmm. first season, also a really catchy, somber, Johnny Cash esque uh, song. It evokes almost like a Western kind of cowboy thing going on, which is sort of like sort of goes well with the mood that they're doing it, or at least how these two guys think of themselves. Like one of them thinks of themselves as a drifter and the other is like, I am the sheriff who is the law. And if I do it, that means it's okay. Yeah. And it's got some good, like supernatural visuals to it. it. Yes. Incredible. I really, I mean, that was my favorite shit of it. Like, I I mean, you, you know how I am about, things that get weird and aren't explained that's my favorite i love it mm. I, I think that i think that every show should write a whole a whole show and a whole list of explanations for why things happen <laughs> yeah. and then take some yep. of it out throw out the <laughs> explanations <laughs> yeah or most of them yeah most, most of my two we already mentioned daredevil i think i remember liking all of the marvel yeah. the four marvel netflix shows mm-hmm. yeah i liked songs. jessica jones i didn't watch the second season Luke Daredevil. Cage was a, had a pretty good theme. Yeah, I didn't I remember. That. I'm just saying theme songs. I don't, I don't remember really but any of I don't. Honestly. I think that um, the, the kind of like uh, soft piano of Daredevil, like especially with like all the like Catholic imagery and the wax for the candles, and it's just yeah. like it's such a bloody show. I think that worked out really well. Speaking I, I of me like doing that. rewatches, I've been rewatching that because of Hawkeye um, has some connections to it and No Way Home <laughs> has one <laughs> second of connection to it. But... Um, the Hawkeye theme song wasn't too good, but oh, also all the Marvel Netflix shows are leaving are going to Netflix Disney? on mm-hmm. March, I think. Oh. Oh. I don't know. I didn't read the article; just the headline. <laughs> I'm surprised. <laughs> anyway. they honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well I think that the, uh, I think that the deal about? was made long before yeah. Disney Plus mm-hmm. was going on, yeah, so it's just like a certain that. amount of years on a contract. But um, Alex, you yeah, you sure. have some favorite um, uh, openings. Before we, before we jump off of TV, I had just had one more that came to mind. Um, it's more of a title drop, but I really like what Fargo does with with its openings, the TV series specifically. They'll they always lead with "This is a mm-hmm. true story" and then fade out uh, the other words, but true. And then they the first season I think will use the theme song, mm-hmm. which I quite like, or just the musical motif. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Fargo. Yeah. Oh, what another. Um, but uh, we're talking about anime, anime today, so um, I'm going to talk about anime. Uh, 
Ooh, yeah, I got that live action. Um, yeah, yeah, a couple that I brought shit. forward for these guys to listen to specifically um, before we did the show was um, I for a while I, I said Steins Gate was my favorite anime and it's a it's a time travel show. I'm clicking um, on the Steins Gate one now. I've never seen it before. The opening gets yeah, really same. weird and trippy. It uses a lot of like gears as a, it, as this visual motif, which is you know kind of on the nose for a time travel thing. Um, but uh, pretty solid song. Um, the vocalist who does this song also did the the opening for the sequel and the visual novel opening, which are both different songs. Um, all quite good. I really like her voice. Um, yeah, this has anime oh, yeah. opening disease for me. Like where the, we're talking um, about. The like underlying music. It's hard to find an anime opening that doesn't have anime They're all kind disease. of like that. Yeah. Even if it's a good one. Just walking yeah. on broad landscapes and portraits. Yeah. That's why I'm so proud of the, the one I'm going to really get to in a little bit. But, um, oh, you're proud just... of it? You made it? I, I'm i proud of them like a, really a like a dad who went to a kid's soccer just... game. Okay. Someone throwing I, together but a someone else's kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> someone else's kid. <laughs> you made their kid? Okay, anyway, back to Steins Gate. I, one of the things that um, this, this background uh, music makes me think of, not even counting for the visual, visuals of the lyrics, is when it starts up, I instantly think <laughs> Mega Man X. Okay. Like, it just puts me in a, mo- in a specific zone for it, like the kind of driving, uh, pumping, synthy beats. Yeah, I can see it. It sounds like, it sounds like fake and rocky at the same time. Um. And then the other one that I put forward as a favorite was the um, the second opening, or the opening of the second season for Mob Psycho 100, um, which is coming back for a new Really incredible opening. Season. I really love or that this one. this year, I think. <laughs> I don't know about soon. And this is one of those oh, high-energy, wow. very yeah, frenetic like that. ones that I like. Um, the opening for the first season is also like this, but in a very different way, I think. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I mean, yeah, the, this is all over I had place. I had read the manga before watching the show uh, of um of uh One Punch Man and so I wasn't like into I was like, you know, I I was that guy. I was like, yeah, well, I mean, it's not going to be as good as the manga. And so when they they're doing a new show and they're doing Mob Psycho, I'm like, okay, sure, I'll watch I'll watch Mob Psycho. And that opening, that first opening starts you yeah. off and the the counting motif like the kind of go moving up to the 100 yeah. percent in the song is so i haven't seen many others that do this but uh the first mob psycho opening uh like is a fully complete loop like it ends like the second one ends at uh, or second one is the same visuals as the end so if you play it on anything like a twitter video or something that'll loop uh it's uh it's a cool loop oh wow that's really cool um, but i like this one just a touch more um yeah, this is great. Just kind of, yeah. I think the visuals are better for this one. There's, it's changed visual styles like um, five or six times. Also, uh, I love the way they have the Body Improvement Club basically doing synchronized yeah. slimming, except they're all doing um, lifting instead. Weird notable about Mob Psycho is the the first season has a uh, the ending theme. Um, they do it in a paint on glass style, which is supposedly one of the most painstaking types of animation where they are literally like using black paint on glass like at, and moving it as it dries uh, to do the animation. Um, I'll, let me oh, see if good I can find God. <laughs> yeah, uh, there was that a short film that I saw that used the same style, and it was uh, pretty wild there. But just like doing this for a minute 30 took so much work, apparently. <laughs> 
What do you mm-hmm. call the ending theme? Uh, ED. EPs? Yeah. Yes, they're EDs. Eds Ed- and ops. Yeah, what? So they kind of take ops, the, take the black paint and then smudge it across <laughs> to make the animation work. Yeah, that I really like that ED. Yeah, I feel like I favorite EDs is a whole different thing, but also, uh, yeah. Uh, so especially because uh, that then I just start, uh, you know, uh, foaming at the mouth and talking about how Holy the Nichijou coolie, ED but, is the know. best one ever. And even though, <laughs> no, no, I'm sorry. Uh, it's if we're talking to talk about EDs where a girl walks. Uh, it's it's sorry. It's Nichijou. I can't help you there. Anyway, yeah. I, um, that's but a uh, like, girl walks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. That's the uh, subject I'm particularly nerdy about. So, yeah, uh, but I'll throw it to somebody else. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, I'll I'll dive in there and they we'll let so uh, Seb close it out for. Uh, I'll let Seb close it out for uh, her segment, her episode, and uh, I. Uh, for me, uh, the first one, I'm going to bring it back to uh, live action western shows for a bit and uh, and talk about the uh, Peacemaker opening, which I am. I uh, wished on a monkey's paw when I was 14 years old that I wanted uh, American superhero comics to be something that other people could talk to me about, and it created the world we live in now. I'm so sorry. I really am trying to fix it. I wish I wish I could, but it has led to me being very jaded about all things connected to that and annoyed when a new one comes out because I, yeah. as I've said on this podcast before, the things that I liked about comics are not I in any of this we, shit we, for the we, most uh, part. Camp like a little bit in our Aquaman episode. <laughs> Sydney on, I think. We, we, we talk about mm-hmm. how you guys yes. were such big comic book fans, and uh, now uh, <laughs> they, they. It's just now like. you don't want to talk to. I don't, I don't, I don't want to talk about them. I don't want to think about them because the things <clears throat> that made them so special to me do not exist in the same things that have their name. I'm way more of an apologist on this. I, I think you should give more of them a chance. I think a lot well, of them are really good. This is all to say, Cam, that uh, I heard uh i saw someone saying online like oh peacemaker is actually really good and i immediately ignored it i'm like yeah whatever i this person's a mark i don't care and then they're like no yeah, really it's really good and the they show. posted a twitter video of the opening and yeah. that opening sold me instantly on the show like it because it is a choreographed dance number to a rock song john cena stars in the show as peacemaker a uh vigilante superhero who got arrested and is now being let out of super jail um and oh, another uh, show. so yeah so it's john cena <laughs> doing a choreographed dance number and it and in a superhero outfit and it, all the other characters are doing it with him and they they're playing it straight like they keep really straight faces the entire time yeah. and uh, almost almost two straight faces <laughs> i i love yeah. it which is why it's so funny. They're completely stoic doing this, yeah. like, uh, pelvic thrusting. Um, mm-hmm. What do you call it when you do this? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't fucking know. Don't like, know. kind of pumping their arms up and down. When you point your arms. fists at the ground yeah. with your elbows at a right uh, angle. Do you, do you really, it's a, a lic- an existing licensed song called Do You, want, do you Really Want to Taste It? And it's just, like, Jesus. so good. Uh, like, so I, in a way I can't even express that I just feel like, more shows like streaming or otherwise should be willing to experiment in a weird way with your with your opening well, you know I think, just get I think we're past we might get more of this kind of thing now because we're we're past the stage where directors are and studios are trying to convince the general public that superheroes are cool and uh-huh. now like making a superhero show no matter what you do just prints a check for you mm-hmm 
I think that that maybe I hope that that's the case. I do truly hope that that's the case. Um, but uh, I think even not even a non-superhero show, I would I love like the kind of like we want to make an opening that's memorable, not just one that's thematically appropriate. Like the show can do its own thing with the themes if you want, yeah. and then it's like let's go, let's make something that people fucking remember, like even if it's just for right now. Um, and uh, going in a little bit of a different direction, I posted the uh, opening for Death Parade, which banger. is one of, if not my favorite anime opening ever. Um, it's ju- it's just a good song, which of course is like nice, yeah, and I'm happy Bredo's about it. Really but uh, I, I kind of when when the show um, came out, I kind of went down a rabbit hole. Yeah, Bredo, and it's all good. And it's a flyer or fryer, but I heard about death parade because of the premise which is very dark it's like a purgatory it's like uh like it's like kind an episode of, of the twilight playing zone games of chance and luck dead, um, yeah except they do that every episode yes yeah. that's the first that is the first episode yes. but the thing is you always know that they're dead yes. and the people have to find it out over the course of the episode every single time and if you uh handle yourself well in this like purgatory then you get reincarnated and if you don't they they just annihilate your soul you don't get reincarnated (laughs) it's so (laughs) fucking dark and like they like the idea of not even like oh you go to hell or whatever it's like no you just don't exist anymore it's it's over you're you're done yeah hell is not a place with a little yeah uh but um because it's like uh because it's like about you know games of like a skill and chance and that's kind of how they frame the this little purgatory thing where people are sort of sorting out the fact that they've died uh you're in this fun little casino looking area almost a casino area with a bar so all these characters uh who are like martyrs of the afterlife are singing and dancing and like miming taking drinks from this bar and they're drinking the uh thematically named cocktail the memento mori which is yeah, which is really funny. The because memento the show's mimosa, not like that. At yeah, all. <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, it's not. Nothing yeah. about this opening reflects the show yeah. except for like the, yeah, the, the, the imagery. Like one of the characters but who. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it. Uh, one oh, character, but uh, like all the death stuff is in there. Like you can see, uh, like one character doing a DDR dance on a Japanese yeah. funeral, uh, like display. Uh, they have the like they have yeah. the theme park chair swings like from gravestones. It's so it's such a an incredible opening. The the music, the the themes, the like uh, visuals all come together to make something that absolutely does not prepare you to watch the show. And I really I really kind of love that. It's like let's bring you up before we uh, before we slam you back down with, to with this show. And uh, it's it's something that has always stuck with me. It probably would have stuck with me, with yeah. me even if it was just the music. But the the like kind of juxtaposition of it is uh, makes it even better. Um, so Seb, what have you got for uh, openings? You got really excited when we were talking about this. Yeah, as a I topic. just like openings. <laughs> I, I'm like even if I don't like a show or you know the show is kind of like okay, a, an opening can you know do it for me. I'll just watch the opening. Um, I mean, that's what like oh, yeah. I feel like YouTube was like invented for, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like one of the the first time I ever, <laughs> yeah, um, the the first time I ever watched a YouTube video, it was oh, like yeah, an course. AMV oh, yeah. of like Naruto <laughs> that Taylor sent me, uh, or something like that, and that was like in 2006. Like immediately, it went online and people start 
posting AMVs and anime openings. Um, but yeah, so some of my favorite ones um, don't necessarily have the greatest or most creative animation to them. But, like, if the song's good, I'm all for it. Um, so, Ghost in the Shell uh, Standalone Complex mm-hmm. um, has one of, I, I feel like, one of the most iconic opening songs. Mm-hmm. Nobody really thinks about, I feel like, the the actual animation because it's, like, this weird early 2000 CG Well, Ghost in the Shell around. loves to show off technology, okay, so and sometimes technology that technology does not age as well as the rest of yeah, the show does. No. Yeah. Where yeah, the, <laughs> it doesn't look very good, honestly, and that's not what the oh, rest yeah, of the show I'll, looks I'll like either. Uh, but the song, it's like so, I forgot what her name was. I think she died recently, actually, or or at some point. Um, but it's uh, the vocalist is singing in Russian, Japanese, and English, and it just has this really mystical feeling to it to me and when i was in middle school i always thought it had actual magical <laughs> properties to it it would grant your wishes um because i was that kid who thought japanese Whoa. and other languages were more <laughs> magical than english um, well it's more magical because you don't know what they are yeah, like you if you know what, what something saying. is it's not magic it definitely is some yeah um interesting novelty so there's that and you know sorry language, i think like occasionally you get a pop song that's oh, yeah. a crossover hit that will be like in german or in uh, in Spanish or whatever. And I think a lot of it is just like oh, yeah. uh, the sounds of other languages can do interesting things with music. Uh, but I don't know. Yeah. And I'll also listen to other genres of music in other languages than I would in English because I don't listen to the... Like, I know that Japanese city pop has its counterparts in English, but I would not listen to them in English. I would only because listen to it in Japanese. Because you don't want to hear the lyrics. Don't know what yeah, saying. I don't want to hear the lyrics. I want the vibe. <laughs> Yeah, I don't care what they're saying. I respect that a lot. I think that that's a... This is one of those things that I feel like is such a a close personal trait to you that I could not uh, ever separate it out like that. I think that that's a good way to look at the world. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so there's that. Um, Ghost in the Shell, also one of my favorite anime in general. Motoko is my wife. Oh, Standalone Complex Uh, is like... It's a great show. I really love it. It's really unfortunate the the shows that came after it were were kind of meh, yeah. um, but tonally the the series has always been all over the place. Like the manga is a little <laughs> anyway. No, I'm going off track. Um, and, uh, <laughs> we'll we'll do a Ghost in the Shell something. episode one day. <laughs> one day, <laughs> a week. <laughs> you know, um, so there there's that Ghost in the Shell opening, one of my favorite, and then I have. Um, I never finished the show, but uh, Black Sails is a pirate show that I think oh, was yeah. on what is this Stars. Um, yeah, um, I know. I found out about ago. it through you yeah, and Sydney, tracks. who were both talking about it at the same. She time. She was the one who first got me into it. Actually, it came out. It was coming out. I think my senior year of college, when I was like starting to hang out with her. And um, she was like, "Yo, the show Black Sails. It's pirates, and it's got this awesome." fucking opening and there's like all sorts of shit and lesbians and, and shit like that um this is another <laughs> um this is another one. like glossy cg effect over objects one however yeah, but... good the music really hypes you up and the fact yeah. that they're like models that they made like yeah. they're going over like you know like actual like i don't know if they're clay no, or CG. Stone, whatever that's all okay, CG. but it looks it like looks it was all like, carved yeah it looks it looks very physical yeah. Did we talk about Westworld? 
the West uh, I did yeah. talk I about Westworld. That was my that. that was my comparison to the uh, that's like my my kind of base point for um, like uh, yeah, Westworld what, what to compare all the other ones to. Incredible. Yeah. That um, one's so good. The Black Sails opening, like the music is like this. It's got like a harpist yeah, chord going pirate-y, on, and pirate-y it's it's just really yeah. It's like a pirate metal, but more refined, and. Um, the models are supposed to look like um, I don't know what they're called on on like a 19th century ship or even a 17th century ship. Um, the masthead, they would ha- huh? The masthead, right? Well, What's it's not the... just the masthead. It's like even in, in the back of a of a ship. I was gonna say scrimshaw, yeah. I don't know the parts of a of a of a tall ship. <laughs> then why are um, you asking us if you don't want an answer? She doesn't huh? want an answer. No, I said I don't know. <laughs> Okay. Um, yeah, I think that actually reminds me. I I think uh, the Game of Thrones theme song also really good. Game of Thrones. Honestly, I think one. that's where it started. I think that's where the slow motion yeah. over it's objects one of the more popular. started. Yeah. It might be. It might be the See, originator. I've not watched any of these shows. I can only yeah. kind of like. Oh, I I. I <laughs> you never indulged I, in a, I, in, a in a streamer. Thrones, but I was able. I did kind of make that mental connection when watching this, which is funny. <laughs> Kind of going over the uh, astrolabe yeah, thing. That, it's not bad. Um, but yeah, those are my two picks. I have so many more. I just get so excited. Like I was posting. Cam said I posted like twenty things in there. <laughs> I probably did. I posted. I've been trying more to figure out else. for a couple months how. Well, not a couple months. It's been longer than that. I've been trying to figure out for a while how to do a oh. Lupin episode. But when I figure it out. Um, I That'll like. I was thinking about like, uh, like no. how. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll probably do something corny like I did with the Speed Racer one, and do like, okay, here's one episode of this, here's one episode of that, here's a movie. Now watch the movie that has nothing to do with that. Hey, look, Speed Racer was loosely connected. The GRX was in both. Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah like Castle of Cagliostro is <laughs> thematically mm. much different. Yeah. Mm. Um, any more favorite opening mm. themes? Uh, that's after Lupin gets castrated. Uh, so I think that we're good on this, but uh, I would I like to say that the reason this is connected is because Revolutionary Girl Utena's yeah, opening sure we'll is very, very good. On the, on the like, it, it really... It re- you're, oh, you're absolutely. You're about right you're now. about to hear it right as soon as we go to break. <laughs> uh, don't you worry. Oh, yeah. You're about to look at some spinning stained glass roses, that's for sure. Uh, when yeah. we come back, we'll be talking about Revolutionary Girl Utena... Uh, who can give you cancer and turn into your car. You're the only one who can turn into a car. I'm a car now, too. She plays rough. 
won't let you be the only one that escapes this world. The only one who deserves to escape is beautiful me. Me, 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 me! Oh, I thought you were about to do something else. Uh, <laughs> I can see you staring Don't at give him time. for something funny to post. <laughs> um, right. Hold on. Hold on. Okay, okay. <laughs> no. All right, it's just going to be the filmation gorilla. I don't need to wait for him to post Nick anything. Yeah, I get a fucking woman. What does he say, Nick? The McWoman? A McWoman? <laughs> I believe that was one of your fake answers. In the, or was that one of the real answers? <laughs> oh, it's my own joke. I thought yeah. that was just when you when you did your McDonald's quiz, you you said That's what right, uh, what did they what did they cancel because they weren't uh, because of uh, public backlash? You said the McWoman, and I was like, and uh, I'm like, mm, it should be that. I know it's not that. <laughs> a sandwich only a woman can enjoy. <laughs> it's the uh, chemical uh, antithesis to it's, Dr Pepper. No, 10. it's made out of sanitary pads to soak up the grease. Uh, <laughs> the buns are already like that. <laughs> Um, okay, so, Extra welcome back, everyone, to Please Don't Listen to This, Your Life Depends On It, or should I say the name we should have gone with, Absolute Destiny Apocalypse. We are here to talk about Revolutionary Girl Utena and its and its movie, uh, <laughs> and its movie, uh, The Adolescence of Utena. So, Seb, what Hi. did you think of uh, Revolutionary Girl Utena when you first watched it? What brought, made you bring this to us? Um, so, Revolutionary Girl Utena is required watching for anybody who likes Magical Girls, um, 90s anime, and is gay. So, that's a thing for me. I'm not, like, a huge Magical Girl fan. you have all three on lockdown? Storybooks, Stained Glass, The Color Pink, Women Loving Women, those are all um, important. Like, the the Magical Girl thing, I'm... I appreciate Magical Girls. I, you know, yeah. was a fan of Sailor Moon as a kid, um, and I have a small yes. Sailor Uranus shrine behind me. Um, so, yeah, that's that's a thing. Um, but so I decided one day, yeah, that seems like required reading for me. So I started watching it, and I kind of fell in love with the show. It's pretty bizarre, even by '90s anime standards. Sometimes. Um, there's some crazy shit you guys didn't even see that was alluded to in the movie. And the movie just condenses all the bizarre yeah, shit oh yeah. and all the horniness and all the gay. It just condenses the show into one package, mm-hmm. which is kind they, of They why... don't take it out, mind you. They don't, like, cut the gay stuff. They just, like, no, are like, okay, here, here it is. Stuff. Yeah, they turn, the, turn that dial all the way up while looking yeah. back at the audience to make sure you like it. And all the audience are hooting and hollering about it. <laughs> yeah um so that's kind of the reason i i had you guys watch the uh the movie is because like i couldn't like almost 50 episode show (laughs) four episodes of the anime yeah Mm -hmm. four or six episodes of the Mm -hmm. anime didn't seem like enough to me but i couldn't make you watch all 39 episodes 
It is yeah. funny that you had us watch what is essentially the Twin Peaks fire walk with me of this yeah. uh, show in that it is in many ways incomprehensible without the context that the series gives. But at the same time, the mood uh, is also perfect. Also incomprehensible yeah. if you've seen the whole thing. But... <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's yeah. something new I didn't know. It, it still is. Because in the show, Tenna does not turn into a car. There is okay, car I, imagery I in a lot of the much. show. Uh, but she does not yeah, think, literally um, turn into I, a car. I don't know if this is when um, you. I don't remember. Most shows you wouldn't need to give that disclaimer. To bring this forward for an episode, but um, we were Spoilers. talking about this a little bit on our Gundam episode a few weeks ago. The fact that this is a. I'd been thinking about it, and then I was like, like as soon as we we started talking about it Go on the Gundam episode, I was time. like, I have to make Cam watch her turn into a car. <laughs> I want to see Cam's reaction. <laughs> um, mostly, mostly Cam. Like I knew you'd seen it, Alex. Um, I felt like, you know, Nick's reaction would be like, you know, I'll watch the rest of this. Maybe not be his favorite thing, but Cam, I, I, I just, I wanted to subject him to this <laughs> Boy, because he you. has opinions about anime that are contrary to most of the rest of us. I feel like, um, anyway, and it's just like a, a near and dear oh, show to my heart. Um, I watched, yeah, I watched most of it through with, um, friend, uh, friend of the show, Sarah, um, and then we also watched the movie and both of us came out of the movie like, what the fuck? Like, I don't know if I liked that, yeah, but it grew on me. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so, and then I had, I had these guys watch one episode of the anime just to get like, okay, the, the vibe is a little bit different here. Anthe's very much different in the anime than in the, um, in the movie. Like, in, in the anime, she's more subdued. She's kind of a ragdoll a lot of the time and a little bit of a weirdo. Mm -hmm. In the movie, she, like, has a lot more agency. Um, and she deals with her problems kind of by being her? overly <laughs> horny. Much less so about... Yeah. yeah. She's, she's yeah. the one who controls the action at the end. Yeah. So, yeah, she deals with her problems in, in the show by being yeah. a ragdoll and, like, letting anybody do anything to her. But in the... In the movie, she is like overly horny. Uh, Wait, hold on. You forgot. But what? What about uh, Anthe's agency? What about that one time she cooks for Utena and then they switch bodies? That seems like agency. That happens. Uh, but she didn't do that on purpose. Nana. She didn't. Like, oh, okay. I misunderstood so, then. I so thought that there, that was an on purpose thing. No, no, no. So there's a character that you saw uh -huh. in the form of a cow tried to in the movie, this, yeah. who is an actual that. character in the show. Uh, so she's a she's a character in the show who is Toga's, uh, and Toga is also not yes. dead in the show. Um, he's not a ghost. Uh, so it's his adoptive sister, and she's a nasty little mean girl. Um, and she's always trying to sabotage Anthe and Utena um, because her her brother is obsessed with them. And uh, so this this one episode, she puts like the spiciest spice ever in Anthe's curry. Um, and it is so hot that Utena and Anthe end up switching bodies. And then <laughs> and then she's like, oh, no, I have to fix this. So she goes and travels the entire fucking world to get more of this curry yeah. to try to switch them back. She's like, um, they just and there is another episode. In, like increasingly comedic world traveling situations. Uh, and the, the rest of the episode like is yeah, a hijinks really episode great. about switching bodies. But they just will always come back to whatever the hell Nanami is doing. Yeah, um, for, for a little while, Naname is a legitimate, like, problem. 
And then she just they becomes a like a, a filler nuisance character. Really stupid nonsense, which is really underlined by her I love only her. role in this movie, <laughs> being a literal cow. Yeah, is being a cow, which also so happens to her in the show. And then starts be- turning into a cow, or adopting the affectations of a cow. Yes. That's, that's fucking Uzumaki. <laughs> you can't do that to a character in a comedy show. <laughs> It's like, sorry guys, I got to school a little slow today, and they start turning into a horrible snail, and you're supposed to yeah, grimace I at it. I don't think it's done in the same style. I think. Yeah. Oh yeah. no, I think it is. Um, but uh, just like a quick, just a little bit more overview. There's all that filler and crazy shit happening in there, and then there's also a lot more with Anthe's brother or the in the show, where I feel like they deserve a bit <laughs> mm-hmm. more of what they have at the end. But the, but the ending's also different. It's all different, but the vibe is the same. So I don't know who wants to go first. Somebody start. What did What did you think? Um, I'm sorry. I'm I'm watching the theme song again. <laughs> you, it's that's okay. That's fine. It's, if, uh, if this was just a pod, podcast of us watching the theme song over and over again, that would be fine. I keep I keep scrolling back up to when you posted it and putting it on again. Oh. Yeah. Alex, um, since, since he's no, 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 hold on, hold no? on. Okay. I, I can, I can do it. Um, he's almost done. Hold on. So we, <laughs> yeah. So okay. I, I watched. Um, I knew about this uh, for a long time. It's one of those things that like I had heard about as like a central important thing to anime and animation and specifically aesthetics. Like, oh, people doing like shadow plays with their characters they're all taking stuff from utena and people like framing the device of these um framing these different (laughs) people framing the story or framing the visuals with these like kind of storybook roses and everything are like you know doing that because of utena to to homage utena and uh, also, whenever uh, people are like, oh, I love how this drawing, this drawn place doesn't look anything like a real place. It's just totally made up and cool. It's like, you should watch Utena. And someone posts an MC Escher stairwell in the middle of the, the Utena school. And I'm like, oh, excuse me, what the fuck is that? And yeah. I never did any investigating. Because, um, you know, when I would talk to you or Andrew about it, you'd say, you got to watch Utena. It's really good and really gay. And I, I was like, okay. And I just put it on the list and I, I didn't. Yeah seek it out like i i, 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 I first was exposed to <clears throat> utena by andrew buying me the manga yeah mm, i was wondering about that i remember him different. doing that to you yeah uh it, but i didn't know we weren't sure if you had seen it already when he did that i had not um i but the manga is actually quite different yeah, and it was coming out at the same the time as the anime I knew that utena as an anime series was an original the same time. i know that the manga was pretty close to it or not close mm-hmm. to it in the content but came out around the same time yeah, it was like two of the creators were like, like they made the basic concept, and then one of them went off to do the manga, the, and one went off to do the, the anime. It says it's based on a manga, which I don't, which I caught this time, but I'm like, yeah, that's not, not really. true. <laughs> and and the the movie this time, like right, this yeah. movie is not based on the manga really, either. Right. So this movie is it's barely based on the show, to be honest. Like it it uh, seems. True disconnected in a really fun way almost like a music video retelling of the show at least from what i uh watched of course i only saw that first episode and then moved directly into this but i did try to do some research on what i was missing although i do plan to watch the rest of the show i think emily and i are going to go through it all together because we we both liked it and i i especially really loved the 
the backgrounds. I love just where this takes place, this insane school. Yeah. Is it fair to call it architecture porn if it, it's not it's not something that could ever exist in real life? It just seems like yeah. a yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah, it's because they they had like a hard on for you know fantastical architecture, um, and they drew it. <laughs> oh, I forgot I had a poster in here. Oh, you have a po- you have a new poster? Is it like official art or like the the manga? Yeah, it's official or something? art from the manga, and they're naked. This is Which the I think is why I never put episode. it up because people come to my house. Mm-hmm. Um, now, listeners, why? if you have the premium subscription, you can see the OPs we watched oh, the first yeah? segment and the art that said. Even announced. And and you can see my manga. I and I've been Blue selling Ray it on the side. And I capture all this. Rose seal God. and my black rose. I noticed seal. you were wearing. That's ring, so I cool. I love nice. that. No, um, yeah, one, I couldn't one tell. One is the regular okay, rose seal, and one is the black so. rose seal yeah. that comes in. Yeah, in the middle. Yeah, this is the special edition. So Emily bought for me. Yeah. Um, I think for Christmas one time, and mm-hmm. it also comes with like a um, like a what are they called? Um, the the dogas, which is like the preliminary um, like sketch of a cell. It comes with a book full of those, and then I have That's another so cool. larger book I love that, that again Andrew bought for me. <laughs> uh, of of those. Yeah, so uh, if you if you ever need to get Seb a present, uh, there's not that much Utena shit left, but it's a good, it's a safe bet. Yeah, you're running uh, out of time. I've avoided getting the Q-Poskets, um, um, because I wasn't a big fan of the Q-Poskets, but I have Utena's Figma. Anyway, I was like, I was blown away by how stylish the, the show was. I really loved that. I think it's just a, a pleasure to look at and in every frame, in every scene. And it is willing to... Eschew reality in every sense to make a, a good visual, which I love. I, I really do love that because why should it have to make sense if we're we're just trying to show you something cool or or emotionally affecting or something like that? And you know, we can we can do something like without really connecting it to our to our reality. You know, like that's what we're showing off right now. And I feel that I absolutely feel that, even though. I would say, for the most part, the little bit of the show that I watched was far more grounded into a kind of reality than the movie was. Mm-hmm. So how many but episodes that, did you watch? Just the first? I just watched the one. I've been saving okay. the rest for, for Emily. Um, okay. Because we were going to watch it together. But uh, the movie... Oh, I'll let you um, borrow my Blu-rays. You don't have to. It's all on Crunchyroll. <laughs> yeah, but these are Blu-rays. I know they're Blu-rays, and they're, they're very nice, but... And Emily uh, bought them. I know. So yeah, anyway, she deserves uh, them. <laughs> Give them back. <laughs> Give them back. I don't want it anymore. Anyway, I opened up the movie and I was immediately like, "Oh, well, first of all, I love that uh, how quickly they sideline Wakaba, who I quite she enjoyed in the, in oh, the she show." Comes back. I, I was there. I saw it. I. You don't need to I'm tell me what happens in the movie. We were doing a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we'll figure this out eventually. What episode? Okay. Is this? <laughs> yeah, what if, what if it is? Hold on, let me check. No, um, uh, but I no, I like uh, I like what they do with Wakaba. I like what they do with um, I like what they do with like the introduction of Utena, and having. I thought it was really funny that they get the uh, wait, you're a girl, because that wasn't a thing at all in the in the show. Like that kind of reveal, like she's wearing a boy's uniform, but there's no ambiguity as to like her hiding her gender. Like, the idea is that he wouldn't have dueled her for Anthe's hand if she was a girl, which is so funny, because, like, you already got into this shit so deep and you don't care. 
Yeah, also, everyone you're... seems very okay with it, which is nice. Yeah. I like it too. It's it's not really questioned. Like the teachers don't like Utena wearing uh, a boy's uniform, or one teacher doesn't. But um, yeah, I'm not sure a, if you remember. So. Yeah, but uh, you know, the only appearance of that teacher in the entire series does doesn't come back, does she? No. No, she comes back, and I forgot what she does, but I remember her like being in a meeting yeah, with it like was, it was the chairman a, like, or something like that. It, it felt like like to me, someone who had seen the show but like not remembered 100 percent of it. It's just a, a really funny one-off character to just like explain that Utena wears a boy's uniform and someone doesn't like it. <laughs> yeah, I I feel like she comes back, but I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, because she's not important at all. Mm-hmm. Really like the kind of color-coded princes like thing that they got going on. The student council has going on. The all-powerful student council is a thing that I've seen a lot in anime, but I get the feeling like I mean it was like not as set in stone here, of course. Kill a know? kill absolutely this is... stole from this. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like, I think I was thinking backwards a lot about Kill a Kill when I was watching this. I'm like, oh, yeah, Kill a Kill just Kill a Kill is shamelessly steals from other anime to, yeah. like, uh, inform its aesthetic. And I well, think that that's a lot of the DNA. Is the there. right word. I mean, come on. It's an homage. We can use steal. They borrow. Yeah, we can use it's steal. It's fine. They would say borrowing. steal and they would laugh about it. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. They they are not shy about it. I think Trigger, that they are. That's the opposite of cannibalizing their own uh, history. Exaggeration, the I guess. Of that Hyperbole. Existence. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, but Utena, Utena and Anthe as characters, I, of course, am uh, biased because I'm seeing the movie mo- before I see most of the show. But I liked Anthe a lot. I liked Anthe constantly fighting against her destiny as this thing to be won and this thing to be owned. <laughs> And always, like, doing something or other. And I wonder if that's because of the, like, a lot of this is informed by the existence of the series having happened already. Like, I feel like it's so much of a, we already did that. We don't need to tell you that. We're, we're, uh, now, Anthe's been through that. And now she's ready to, like, take, take, take on this, this task. Yeah. Take her revolution for whatever the hell that means. I like that the their uh, their idea, and this is getting a little bit into the ending, but I don't care because it's hard to spoil something like this that's ninety percent visuals. Um, and uh, their goal at the end isn't to kill some big bad guy or to you know uh, change the world they live in, but it's like no, they're so powerful that they're going to get out of this they're show. They're going the to get out yeah, of this movie. The they're going to. Yeah, they're escaping the story, the storybook that that they live in. They're like, no, if we stay in here, then things are going to keep happening to us for plot reasons. The only way we can get out drive is by using home. our willpower to literally drive out of this story. And I love that. I think that that's a really great, uh, like, kind of – I like them, like, like sort of he, draw, running you over with the metaphor. Like, it's it's. I think that that is a, a fun way of doing it. But – you you can tell someone that Utena turns into a car, and they'll be like, okay, yeah, whatever. Even but, if you say no, literally, they're yeah, not going to believe you. They're not, or even if they do believe you, they're not going to have an idea of the just how just wildly they do it in this movie. And... Yeah, there's like yeah. a car wash. Um, there's a screen cap uh, somewhere <laughs> where I saw it a few days ago, but it's an interview with the director when this movie came out. <laughs> 
um, about you know uh, one of how the questions was Utena was, different in this movie? Yeah, it, yeah. It's like how has Utena <laughs> changed in the movie? And he he goes, well, in the movie, she changes into a car. Yeah. <laughs> he just says it. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. But That's awesome. The Utena mobile is an incredible design. Like it, it really yeah. is something. It's like okay, if the car got made out of you, it's like it's got like these two side horse pistons, and it's like uh, that great pink, and uh, it's it's got like a central cockpit in the middle. It's almost like kind of a, it almost looks like a like a like a pod like racer from like episode one, where it's got the like the, the eyes of the horses light up as the headlights. <laughs> it's incredibly good. Yeah, <laughs> so unnecessary, but I I do love it. And um. That's what all of this movie is basically about is like aggressively fighting against destiny. Every time like a plot thing, sometimes from the show, sometimes it seems not from the show or is, is it all from the show or is it a something lot of it completely, is completely new? new or, or uh, is a weird different spin? So, a lot yeah. of it's yeah. new or conflated. Yeah. There's um, the part where Toga is like yeah. drowned in water. Mm-hmm. Um, like he's alive. Like that doesn't happen in the but show. He's like alive. Also, he's not a ghost. That's also okay. an um, I was wondering about that. I actually the, really like the room like... is from show where people will, yeah, they'll yeah, the Black Rose Saga, and, do... and that yeah, that like room is like where scene. people and go. Then they'll be possessed yeah. by Utena, and then that'll solve their problem. <laughs> it's good. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I like that. Um, but I also like them like doing the direct transition into the duel with the prince, as she's called. Uh, and, uh, her sort of thing is like, you are straight up not good enough to have Anthe. I am going to be the one true lesbian in the show. And, uh, you know, they, they fight over it. And how Utena gets through that is she's like, I don't have the power to beat her. I'm just going to imagine I am the prince and that will give me the strength I need. And it like, she turns herself into him. Yeah. Which is is great. I love that. I think that that's it's so much of a like in another show or another movie or whatever. You could have dialogue where she's like, "If I think of myself as him, then I'll act how he would act in this situation." Mm-hmm. But in this, they just show what she's doing by turning him into her, or by turning her into him. Like, yeah. like there's no dialogue about oh she's fighting exactly like him or anything like that. Like the movie either trusts or doesn't trust you. It doesn't matter whether the movie trusts you. They're moving on with it. It's like, okay, she turned into someone else and then stabbed her. And also, Anthe's running away now. Um, yeah. Um, oh, God. What are the what are the two uh, radio girls' names? The, the silhouette girls? Yeah, I don't remember. I don't think they gave them something. names in the show, so I don't really remember what they were called. E um, something and F something. I, 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 yeah, it doesn't I, really matter. Okay, uh, but I really... But I think they're the replacement for the shadow puppets in the show. Yeah. I thought and they were the same characters. Yeah, they're the same characters, right, yeah, but instead do of doing the shadow puppets, yeah. they have a it's radio a, it's show. It's a great touch, I think. Yeah. Which I, I like really the shadow loved, puppets so much better. But, I really love their stuff. I love their little scandalous videotape thing. I think that oh, yeah. having a uh, uh, kind of background thing of like, oh, this possible uh, incestuous relationship in the family... Uh, ended up being a revenge thing, and he's just buried in the school. He's just he's just there. His his corpse is there. Yep. And it's like, wow, this rose also princess does not who... die in the show. Oh wow, he got way fucking more of old. a gaslighting for, shit bag for a guy God. who is alive in the show. So, he's really yeah. dead in the movie. He is like he's extremely super dead, dead, and I'm kind of glad <laughs> for it. But also, he's like towards the end of the show, he's the main villain, but he's he's like. 
God, watch he, the rest of it. He's such a guest. I'm going to watch it. But, um, I, I always pictured it. I always assumed it was a sex metaphor, mm-hmm. but I also, it's been a while. <laughs> it, <laughs> I, it partially is, um, especially since uh, Toga is the, is the one getting the most sex, definitely. And he, <laughs> towards the end of the show, whenever he has like a conversation with that guy, they're just sitting on top of a pile of cars. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> in the series, but not like this. This this show does not this show does not fuck around with its metaphors. If we're no. gonna if we're gonna do something about roses, there are going to be a million roses in this scene. Yep. If we're gonna do something about cars, it that's a hundred cars. If there's water, <laughs> it's a flood. If there's Everyone's water, wet. you're in an elevator and uh, you drown in, in the water. You drown in this metaphor. Um, <laughs> but it also the, in real life. The central episode to episode thing of Utena of like I am going to duel you for Anthe's honor is so not as important in this duels? movie. Like, yeah, like, I thought for sure this was going to be a yeah fighting two all duels the and class one of them gets blown into without any setup at all. Yeah, and I think that's because Utena and Anthe are like, like moving on. They're like, okay, we know this. Yeah, <laughs> we know this. They would duel like every episode in the TV. Yeah, there's series. um. So I think they they've moved past it. Yeah, and in in the show, there's a lot more backstory to why a lot of these people are fighting, and mm-hmm. you actually kind of end up like I I end up liking yeah, Jury and Mickey and um, not so, so, so much Toga and Sionji. <laughs> yeah, he's always well, he's, a some, shit. Somebody's got to be a shit to start it off. Yeah, mm. and Toga's kind of a shit, uh, especially when he starts gaslighting Utena. Also, he's like, "Yeah, I'm your <laughs> prince, totally." Mm. Yeah, so Utena's inciting incident uh, in the show, and I assume in the movie as well, because they sort of get into it, is uh, of her being meeting this prince at a young age and like having this kind of almost like fairy tale recollection of it. But as we we were talking about when we were watching it, Alex and I, uh, it's a perfect like way to like move with that that uh, kind of gender role to have Utena go. When I saw that prince, I realized yeah. I wanted to be them. Yes, I didn't That's want to be easy. with them. Yeah, you, you see that and I you, you recognize. Really you recognize, like, okay. yeah. The show does a good job of playing with gender. Of course, that's the thing that it's, I think, most famous for now. Yeah, some of the like, beyond everything and, else. Like, yeah, there's a lot of things that it's a, famous uh, for. An unapologetically gay show. Mm-hmm. And for um, the time, that was unusual, unless you were doing like an actual like hentai or a straight up yuri or something like that mm-hmm. which this is neither yeah and this show is not like of, of the movie especially is not <laughs> subtle about it being the a lesbian romance horny. it's it's horny they do the they do the fucking titanic <laughs> naked painting scene uh it's like oh yeah uh pa- break up into pairs and draw uh, do, draw each other and um then uh and yeah yeah, and, and Anthe's the one who does it to Utena. Anthe's like, well, how am I supposed to draw you with your clothes on? And Utena's like, uh, okay, I guess. Well, I just did you. Yeah, exactly. What's so what's so hard about this? And uh, I I thought that their kind of, uh, like, magnetic, attracted romance, it it's almost works because it's like, oh, well, we already knew that we, that we had fallen in love, so don't worry about it. <laughs> Uh, don't worry about how exactly that happened. Don't worry about any of the steps in between meeting each other and falling in love. We did that. It's fine. Yeah, they go uh, more... They draw that out, like, pretty much the whole show. Yeah. Um, I, I, well, yeah, that's the thing. They already did it in the show, so why do it in the movie? In the movie, yeah, we're done with yeah, that. Okay, the romance yeah. has already happened. Yeah, I get you. 
The romance has already happened. The duels have already happened. Now we're just going for directly the themes of the show. We are taking a car made out of Utena directly and driving it directly <laughs> into the themes of the show, um, which is about you know uh, how you don't have to you don't have to conform to any idea of what society or anyone else thinks of you. You can be your own person and uh, bring other roads. people bring people along the line with you. Yeah, take your own yeah. revolution, make your own roads. Absolute destiny apocalypse. What are other things they say in the show? Uh, lots break of Break the world shell. Yeah, break the world shell. That's a good one. I like shell. that. Yeah. I kind of want a jacket with that on the back. Like yeah. yeah. Um, they change their motto a little bit as the show goes on and things progress. Like, it'll be like, break the world shell, or the shell is... Sp- I, f- I forgot what the other ones are, but it kind of progresses. Mm-hmm. Um. In a, they, they in the show, they have kind of a, a tag that they like to do when Anthony narrates the next episode on every time. Mm. And she says at the end of every episode that there will be an absolute destiny apocalypse, which is something that I said, <laughs> something that I said, bring the show in that really made me laugh. And uh, something that I love, it's it's a it's a nice little quirk. It's kind of like Evangelion yeah. saying, and there will be lots of fan like service every time on the next episode. E- even with uh, even if they're about to kill someone you love on the next episode of Ava, they'll be like, and there's going to be lots of fan service. Oh, ho, you're going to see Misato's boobs next episode. It's like, actually, it's a thoughtful meditation on death, and there's the most blood you've ever seen. Um, but uh, I like the impossibly high stakes of Anthe saying that there's going to be an absolute destiny apocalypse at the end of every single episode. Yeah, that's, that's bold claim. And then she doesn't say, in the movie, she doesn't say it until uh, they're about to drive away in the car at the end. She, she doesn't bring it up until that time. Or maybe it's yeah. the radio girls who bring it up. Um, but uh, it's... I really love um, just what this movie does as a, as a visual experience. I was just able to kind of get sucked into watching it and not worry too much about why these things were happening because the show was trying to communicate... or The, the movie was trying to communicate a theme to me as opposed to a direct story. And that's something that I really like. Like I compared it earlier. I don't remember if we were on mic or not, but I compared it to Fire Walk With Me. And that is I, something that I, I stand by. Like Fire Walk With Me is good as a good story. It's not really valuable if you haven't seen Twin Peaks. But its big, biggest contribution both to the show and as a movie is the mood it sets and the vibe it puts you in. And... I think that this uh, movie is the same way in a lot more of a uh, positive, powerful way and a uh, let's be girlfriends and uh, drive a car made out of me into the sunset kind of way. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Driving is a strong word. That's exactly what I want. (laughs) Yeah. They're like laying Um, on it. She's driving it for a while. Yeah. So, Cam, what did you think of Revolutionary Girl Utena? Um, It was... A lot of what I complain about with anime is that it's not unique mm-hmm. to me at all. They all seem very much the same, mm-hmm. and especially in themes and how characters act. And like, oh, you're the the prissy, perfect person. Yeah, tropes and stuff. And you're mm-hmm. the hard-headed, I'll, I can do it guy. And mm-hmm. like, you're the sassy sidekick. And it's like, okay, I get it. And um, but this show. And movie definitely is unique. That's like my highest praise of it. Definitely is that it's completely unique in every Unlike way. Unlike anything else that you are likely to see, except yeah, if, unless it definitely. ripped off Utena, in which case it might be similar. 
even like the show i expected you know like we were talking about on the gundam thing the show and nick was talking about like the movie benefits from having you already seen the show so all this shit is already established so you can just be like okay you know that she does all yeah, the sword you are, stuff. You already like, know what the deal is with the rose seal. And I'm like, uh, do I? And they're like, yes, you do. We're moving on. <laughs> well, that was me because I only watched the first episode. Well, same. Alex was there. So, uh, But, like, you know that she does her little sword fights. They're not going to do six sword fights in this movie to defend her honor. They're just going to explore the characters' relationships and do an insane finale that's completely different. I don't know how not the like that. show ends, but I'm sure it's not like that. Yeah. Not at all like that. <laughs> yeah. Just really, really wild stuff. And I liked all the drama with... Um, I've been really into... I watched uh, Gladiator the other uh, week. And, like, it's made me want to watch more, like, regal drama. Like, there's that new Macbeth movie that just came out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, mate, should I watch Game of Thrones again? And, like, or, like, try to finish it because I never did. Like, all that, like... I, I brought it up because of the incest <laughs> stuff. It seems like every one of these has an incest plot because yeah. you know, it, that was it was the time it was a style at the time. It was all they had. But, um, I can recommend you some good lords and ladies stuff if you're interested, Cam. <laughs> yeah, um, there's plenty of incest stuff in anime. <laughs> oh boy, okay. don't remind <laughs> me. Most of it is not. We're trying to get him to watch animes <laughs> beside <laughs> no, this. Don't bring that up. We want we want him to <laughs> to watch an anime ever again. Do not bring that sort of thing up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no thanks, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I liked the stuff with him and her, like poisoning his drink, and him. He, then he just like stabs her and throws himself out the window, and he's buried in the courtyard under the roses. Oh, I really loved all the um, flower imagery, especially because it's we're recording this the day after That's Valentine's timeless. Day, so yeah. it seemed extremely. Oh, I didn't even do that on purpose. Yeah. Yeah, it just happened to work out. Like, huh. it's mm-hmm. so rose-focused. Rose yeah, was I'm like, wearing oh, these I... roses right now. Yeah. My socks are roses, but I'm not going to show you my feet. Thank you. Damn, <laughs> this is not that kind of show. It's <laughs> Although, if I'm selling that premium access, maybe, maybe you should. See Seb's um, feet. All right, enough uh, of that. What, Cam? <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, I really dislike the character designs. I think they look awful. What? <laughs> you don't this. like characters I, that look okay. like lollipops? I'll, no, no, no. Yeah, I'll, no. I'll give you this. I'll give you this. I dislike the character designs of Anthe and Utena in this one compared to how they normally look. However, they still look like Clamp, which I don't know if that means anything to you. No. It means something it to me. It just the means they have Futurama? giant stick legs. Oh. Not clamps from Futurama. Um, no, those wooden reference figure uh, dolls that you'd have to draw. Yeah. Mannequins? No, well, like these no guys. mannequins uh, are fat. I don't know what they're called. Never mind. They're tall, tall and thin. But yeah, it's I, a mannequin. I, I, I know it's what you're more of the faces that bother me than the bodies. I, just that, especially oh, yeah. Utena like in the movie, I think looks, looks horrible. She is. I know she has a huge nose and like no, none the of their eyes, lips the connect. eyes that are literally like bug you, eyes that take up yeah they totally went face. too far on that I, I'll give you that I know I hate that stuff and I was saying to Alex when we were watching one of the the red-haired guy you Toga. can see his eyes through his hair and stuff that all oh, that that's just art an style thing that art style to me screams how to draw anime scholastic book fair. Ooh, well, I almost picked so up one of those for So this is the era Seb, of anime uh, the where they, they the were modeling that shit off of. 
Yeah, so. that's probably why I don't like. I I didn't like it in How to Draw Anime either. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but the thing is, How to Draw yeah, Anime was also doing it from the perspective Sailor of Moon. An, an American who had never watched anime before. That's me. yeah, someone who yeah. just saw Sailor Moon one time. Yeah, yeah. on a on a <laughs> T-shirt. Not right. Scholastic right. approached them and was like, "We need this book. Can you do this?" And Chris Hart said, "Yeah, sure. I can draw everything. I'm the best artist in the world." Yeah, and I I in my memory, I think I like the character designs in Sailor Moon a lot more. I know this is more mm -hmm. stylized, but I think it's stylized in a way that I don't like at all. I just think That's it looks okay. hideous in a way. It's but I loved the ending, the, the, the car stuff. It, it, the fact that it takes so long, too, when she gets sucked into the the car wash. Alex was being a very nice nice guy, and I, while I was just like, why is it a car wash? Just said absolutely nothing. <laughs> why is there a car wash happening? And then she came out as a car, and I was like, oh, what? <laughs> but at that point, honestly, it wasn't as crazy. Like, when you tell someone, oh, she turns into a car, it is, and then it's, like, important, and she doesn't talk for, like, the next 15 minutes of the movie <laughs> because she's a car. <laughs> uh, like, that's it seems like it should go off the that's like the show movie going off the rails but it kind of isn't like the rest of the movie is so abstract and it didn't it wasn't like this is so hard to say but it wasn't a huge surprise <laughs> that she turned into a car it was that's like <laughs> it was like you okay roll with this yeah this is crazy but i i'm i'm still on board i understand yeah, it, that this it was it was a surprise and... to me when i first watched the movie because nothing like that ever happened in the show like nobody yeah i haven't turned seen into any cars. of the show so i, I don't uh, know if there's some but any i mean naname turned into a cow kind of but nobody turned into a car so that was very surprising to me yeah the but, cow stuff was clearly just alex was there to explain that it was like this is just a reference to a character you don't know the prince not being able know. to find his car <laughs> keys okay. i thought i thought that yeah, was the, entirely the metaphor find his car keys it does relate to or the headmaster uh, does relate back to his part in the last arc of the series where he'll take people on drives which is a metaphor for sex <laughs> but he can't yeah. get it up he can't find his does that teeth. so you think that's a metaphor of like <laughs> yeah, yeah he can't find know. his dick or something yeah i mean his sister woke oh, up now and now yeah. it doesn't work anymore yeah. Hmm. yeah i liked the dead guy that he was dead the whole time you like that he was yeah i like that too. there were two characters and only that were dead she the could whole talk time. to him <laughs> it's very funny to do, to do <laughs> one was one yeah. was buried in the rose garden and one was walking the, and talking yeah, everyone's a ghost both as characters i don't think toga actually like on second watch i don't think toga actually interacted with anyone Anthony, besides which is Tenet. something that i noticed oh but, they six sensed it um, how did i say how do okay. you say that but yes <laughs> it definitely is like a six sense type situation though Definitely a surprising amount of slapping and punching a oh, minority yeah. woman from so that one guy. <laughs> Interesting uh, theme. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And the uh, thing is, so they they did um, an anniversary manga uh, a couple years ago, um, and it like it's based on the show and not the movie. Um, but the thing is, Sionji, and it's like twenty years later it, in that continuity, and Sionji and Toga meet up again, and Toga's like sell, they're both art dealers. And and Toga is selling art by this guy who, like, was trafficking kids and shit like that. And Sionji is the one who's like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're doing that. You you piece of shit. Like, oh, my God, ho holy fuck. I can't even talk to you right now. Um, so that's a, a flip on his character, I guess. Yeah, interesting stuff. Um, mm -hmm. I definitely... Ex I 
like that, especially if we're you know talking about recap movies and stuff like we were on the Gundam thing. I like that it can just be not redoing scenes. It, this one actually changes stuff and skips over stuff you already know, even if it's stuff that people would want to see with more money. Like people want to probably see the Black Rose saga or whatever, and all those well, fights. The thing and with stuff, the fights in Utena are they're all they're just, just like, like eh, we'll the do one something in the first else, episode you know? where it's like a couple cool camera angles, a good song, and then a definitive blow. It's never like a choreographed thing. It's not like a fight in anime like you think about. Oh, really? Yeah. It's more um, just... It looks in, like it would be Kill a Kill. They love their... In the their, Black um, Rose Saga, they, they, they have their some more... live music on the... Uh, yeah. Oh, in, yeah. Yeah, in the Black Rose Saga, they do have some backdrops that relate to what, why that character is dueling, because you'll be dueling people who aren't part of the student council. Um, so there will be like desks or cars or, you know, some other thing going on in the background too. And they'll have like some kind of conversation about it during the duel and it won't yeah. ju- just be a duel. The duels are but all yeah, very no, efficiently it's animated not like super that, well choreographed. Uh, makes stylistic sense, but also would not have benefited from that much more money, I think. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Huh. That's, yeah. I mean, that's, that comes with, that's why talking about recap movies makes this so interesting if you only watch the first episode and then the recap movie you're like you just assume mm-hmm. that i just assume that there were a bunch of sword <laughs> yeah. fights and stuff yeah so because oh, that's like that's when you setting up uh, when you were talking about why you chose the the first episode of the movie as your thing you said that the most important thing when it comes to utena is the is like the vibe is the is the mood mm-hmm. the the visual and music and oh like yeah the, i do i do want to say i love the architecture and all that the oh, moving yeah. harry potter the, stairs and stuff was very cool Oh, yeah, it's like, it's like all over the place, man. It's like it is an in, insane. In the I, movie, I really, they I, will not give you a banister to hold on of like what does the school even look like. They won't show you like what it looks like at all. No. <laughs> I love that. In the, I, in I the particularly love the especially nonsensical, the, the nonsensical Scooby Doo oh, yeah. doors shit where Utena uh, uh, was chas- chasing Anthea around <laughs> to 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 get to the uh, <laughs> to get to the uh, yeah. spot where they were going to draw each other. Uh, that was really great because it's like where they ended up relative to each other was very much Scooby Doo. This shit doesn't make sense at all. Like you both, shit. How you gonna? Yeah. (laughs) He made me ah. Yeah, but all all together, I like another thing I'd like to mention is I do. It is great how unapologetically gay it is, and it's like not even like, hey, look, we're doing a gay thing. Isn't that crazy? It's just like everybody treats it as normal which is so good and how it should be and it just kind of gets kind of aggravating when it's like oh look at us we're pushing the envelope and putting mm-hmm. this on tv and yeah, are like, they gonna let us Disney do this Disney i like that they cut away the from the openly gay character and it's yeah. like someone they can easily edit out when they yeah. hear it in and China. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they um they cut away from when uh Utena and Anthea are about to kiss, and then they cut back and show it anyway, which I loved as an editing choice. Yeah, that's they're funny. they're like, oh well, you know like, they kissed. Like, they know you. They you, well, they got really their lips got really close to each other, so you know that they kissed. We don't actually have yeah. to show it, but we're showing it anyway. So yeah. <laughs> here you yeah, go. And then at the end, they're just lying down on like naked. Well, yeah, yeah, they're totally naked, and they don't even make a, a point to hide anything except <laughs> yeah. yeah, except barely in this, a car at all. They're Barbie dolls. They're completely naked. You oh, would yeah. be yeah. able to see everything, yeah. but they are Barbie dolls, which I, I actually appreciate because they are teenagers. 
Yeah, um, I expected usually the anime movie like that we talked about adult O A V or adult. They can't put a boob in. Put a boob in it so that you'll buy the VHS tape. Yeah, and that one just has a boob. Yeah, this was. That's my touching point for this. Like, oh shit, we got to get people to buy this. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was theatrical. Wow, boy, walking out of the theater after that. Yeah. Yeah, but interesting stuff. Um, unique and not like other stuff I've seen. Yeah. Would you attempt to watch more of the show? Not a, no, no. Not, not a chance. Expect. Yeah. No. <laughs> That's just anime in general. Yeah. It's, it's also a big as, ask. I think this just, is a long show. It doesn't have much for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's got a lot yeah, going on. Yeah, it's 39 sure. episodes, which is, isn't yeah, like a super a long show, though. but it's a long show to ask people to watch. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I was yeah, just about to make the comparison. Window. Is 50 as a using, lot? using Gundam as a unit of measurement, it is like point. Point nine nine, point nine eight of a gun, or something like that. I mean, but when you talk about maybe this is an anime versus Western TV show thing, like how long is like Breaking Bad with an with hour long episodes? Well, and then then the episodes are also these are all like twenty two minute episodes. So if you like slap three together, you have yeah, which was Breaking Bad, and like two two minutes is the opening, which. You can't skip. It's always that you can't stop yeah. watching it. Really, really refreshing to have an, a TV show episode end after 22 minutes. I only watched yeah. fucking HBO oh, Max. Yeah. All those prestige TV dramas shows are like, now. we can make it an hour long. So, so anything yeah. that ends after <laughs> 20 Pilots minutes, I'm like, oh, I can go do something else. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, oh, yeah. did, you, did you watch oh, the, dub, the dub or the I, sub? I decided against letting anyone yeah i just tried it today when i was rewatching. yeah i didn't i'd never watched the dub before it, ugh, it's so bad really, yeah one of those 90s dubs that uh so is not good <laughs> no mm-hmm. yeah but alex yeah. you want to close us out you you yes, have seen this movie seen before or no this series in this movie but it had been um at least at least what prompted years. you to um, seek it out uh the, 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 as the an show. anime fan this is like a a certified classic. This is a, of one of the '90s shows that people still say are is like one of the best. Um, and uh, I was interested in it because the um, the director is not really prolific, prolific, but has done a lot of weird, interesting stuff since. Um, this was my first of yeah. his works. Um, Ikuhara. I'm blanking on his first name, uh, but uh, he uh, did Utena, and I, I really wish I had done a little more. Yeah. Oh, Kunihiko. I didn't want to beef it. <laughs> um, yeah. He, I, I really wish I'd read up on his history a little bit because it's this is such an ambitious first directorial uh, anime. Like uh, to do an original one and have it be something like this is so bold and interesting. Um. Well, directly before this, he yes. worked on Sailor Moon, so that Definitely. explains quite a bit. Um, mm-hmm. And then he didn't do much else. It says hiatus uh, yeah. 2010. I meant to um, ask Cam as a bit what he thinks of people's eyes and eyebrows showing through the hair. He mentioned that he did. He already uh, talked yeah. about that. He yeah, I, I, I know. I know. I did, what I was going to say is that oh, okay. I didn't need right. to ask him. I didn't need to oh, get right. into yeah. it. Like Because yeah. when I think of the Sailor Moon and when I think of Utena, I think of like that kind of like flourish to the, the shoujo kind of uh, mm-hmm. genre sort of thing. Yeah, but this guy, he also went on to, to do, like, a, a show that even says lesbian in the yes. name, Yuriko Murashi, which I haven't really watched much of, but Sarah... The, English, the way you translate yeah, that title to English. Um, 
it's it's incredibly good. It's it's weird just knowing the yeah just knowing the yeah, um, basic that show is even plot is of even it, more but Sarah was unapologetically it. gay and in a way that like it's about that kind of um, it is like mm-hmm. easily probably my favorite uh, like gay story in anime because they always blow it it's always like either incredibly pandery and <laughs> shitty and they're to make otaku's like it or like just like not even mention like an undertone of an undertone like a suggestion (laughs) um his works are really good about that specifically i think um (laughs) uh, i was gonna pull up the rest of his stuff um the other one that i had seen is uh mawaru penguin drum which is if you like how weird and off the rails this show is it is so much more nonsensical i could not tell you like half of what happens in that whole show. <laughs> um, it's about penguins, but kind of none, not really. <laughs> uh, it's uh, this guy's mm. career is really interesting, and he has a new show that he put out a couple years ago that I still haven't checked out. But um, it's interesting that he started with a big long series like this, and like everything else he's done have been like uh, like Penguin Drum is twenty six episodes, and the la- the other two shows he's done are both twelve, and it's really interesting to see how this show has so much time to breathe and how those show have to those shows have to be so breakneck to get in like even half of what you like out of this show. <laughs> um, but I, I really like Utena. It's like it's it hovers around the top twenty for me. Um, with anime I'm a big I'm a big rankings guy and uh, it's it's huge for me. Um, we talked about anime openings in the beginning top but, ten anime uh, this is also on there on there for me. Um, I, I like the series a lot. I'm a little fuzzier on it because it's been probably, I, I'd say, a good five years since the last time I watched it. Um, and a lot of the stuff that does happen is uh, <laughs> um, not exactly clear or at least not exactly clear on a first watch. I, I'd be curious to come back to this and um, see, what, see what I remember you and see what I misremember. <laughs> from, from you talking about it throughout this episode you seem to have a yeah, pretty good definitely. memory for it's a just like it. some of the finer points i would love to go back through because i like the standout for me in the tv series was that uh, was the black rose arc i think it's the it was the most interesting um they kind of established the duels in the first third of the show and then they kind of subvert them with uh who gets to fight utena and why they do it and it gets more tied up in the personal personal baggage and character stories of people we don't really see that much kind of more side characters more tangential people which is really interesting to me um i wish i remembered the end of the the series a little bit more because i they do still do a little bit with um anthe like getting to like decide to leave on her own um but it's obviously not a big car set piece (laughs) No, uh, but yeah. it, there is a big set piece. Um, yeah, I, 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 I won't, won't go into it, it because yeah, Nick's going to try to but watch they, it with Emily. So, Well, I mean, you can. No, no, I'm not I that think, worried about it. No. I already know not, the not end. Not important to talk about. You know, no, you she don't. turns into a car and drives away. I know it's different. <laughs> um, but th- this movie was great. I, I don't remember exactly when I got around to watching the movie after the series, but it wasn't, like, right after. So I definitely was not – because – Having watched the first episode with these guys as a rewatch, and then going straight into the movie, um, a lot of the differences really jumped out at me. Like I didn't know how much 
they, they significantly changed the like architectural style of the school from the anime to the movie, and I never really made that connection. Yes, I really liked I really liked the movie version so much as opposed to like impossible. the yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think yeah. that I I know that that was an intentional decision, but I I like both versions. Although I have yeah, to say I absolutely. like the movie version better. Um, all that kind of like Escher esque impossible reality stuff just absolutely rules. It's so cool. Um, I it's already just such a cool thing you can do in animation is make like impossible spaces work or like. Um, have Homer's rumpus room, a place that doesn't really exist within the the chronology of the space, <laughs> right. but can exist for one joke in one episode. I, I just love that kind of stuff. Um, like they have a whole room with a bunch of paintings of Anthe that they decide to go to just so that they can have a plot point where Utena notices them. Uh, <laughs> I really like yeah, that. that. Was weird. <laughs> yeah. Let's go to the Anthe painting room. Yeah. Anthe exactly. yeah. takes her to the Anthe um, Anthe painting room. On but purpose. yeah, this this movie is really Jeez. really cool. I wish I liked Lieutenant's redesign in this movie, but I really don't. <laughs> I don't yeah, like the short black hair. And white. On her. Giving Ugh. her short hair is such a mistake. I love that they they give her long hair in the yeah. transformation. <laughs> it's so funny. She's like a balance in yeah in the show. The the for, designs like, of, the entire time. Um, of Anthe and Utena in their like dueling outfits are incredibly iconic. Some of my favorite character design, designs actually. Um, and uh, I don't like Anthe oh, having yeah. straight hair. Her, like weird curls or something. Like they did the opposite thing for Anthe. Um, yeah, yeah. I I really like the series. I could I could go on forever. Uh, this movie did absolutely fuck my mind, fuck my world up uh, when I watched the ending for the first time. Uh, yeah. I didn't know about it beforehand. Or like I really didn't know anything about it beforehand, and that was so so fun to be like, this is the way that they're doing the finale. <laughs> All right. I'm on board. <laughs> yeah, Incredibly very cool. strange. And it's I do like it though. Kind of... It's it's very unique. Like like I said, it's not really a race yeah. exactly. It's like an escape sequence. They're not uh like kind of Yeah. Like and so the big giant castle uh, car that they have to deal with, the mammoth car the from ca- Speed Racer the castle, the car is they have so to drive cool. under it. <laughs> It really rules, honestly. It's, it's such a like I. It's it's easy to make fun of how silly it is, but it's just like such a well, wonderfully creative like, oh, idea. That's the castle that must be the way out of here, and then having it be like the last obstacle is such a cool, like weird subversion. Um, yeah, I really mm. like this, and I, I like how much more this uh, more the movie is about Anthe. For like as a character, she doesn't get to do a ton in the TV series. Um, she has some moments of agency, and she is a character more so than the first episode would let you believe. But she, uh, Utena usually does the heavy lifting. <laughs> and so by having, yeah. by relegating Utena to being a car, uh, this movie gets to do a lot more with a character who I think is good and cool in um, Himemia. But uh, yeah, I like this. Yeah. All right. Cool. So uh, Seb, were you happy to see all of our reactions to this? Was yeah. Was it nice to um, get to kind of revisit Utena? Yeah, I'm glad Cam did not right hate it. It's honestly, too I keep picking on you, Cam, but you're the no, one. No, it's okay. You yeah. two are like it's too uh, weird to hate. ideologically opposed because every time one of you does an episode, you're like, "Yeah, I expected the other person to hate this." So, no, I uh, never, I never say that. <laughs> Seb. Seb is very open to things usually. It's yeah, no, the, I try, it's I try the generic 
anime that I don't like. It's this is too, I like Alex said it's too weird to hate. Like what trope mm-hmm. am I gonna mm-hmm. be sick of in this? The the uh, I hate it. What are you gonna be mad at an idea that you've never seen before? These shows. Yeah, <laughs> it so always happens. It. it always happens. Oh, what? what? I reached the end of the movie. Like Is the main that. girl gonna turn into a car again? Men even like lesbians, Utena, the women, character and cars. Is, even Utena, the character, is not generic at all. I expected no. her to be Naruto or, like, I'm yeah, the She, like, is and, the strongest and know, every girl likes sword. her, but... Yeah. But she's got moments of vulnerability that are not her, really actually, tied to that. Yeah, in the and, show, he she has, like, arcs where she'll, like, question her gender identity. There's there's a point where she starts wearing the girl's riddle. uniform and then Wakaba is like, <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? What are you doing? Like, yeah. snap out of it. And uh, that's actually a pretty good It's really, uh, I, I really like what they do with her character arc. We, we talked about it at the top, but, like, it's so cool that she, uh, like, gets saved by the prince, uh, falls, and instead of falling in love with the prince, wants to become him. It's, it's, a, it's like, a... Mm-hmm. Wow, he's so cool. What if I was him? It's a really him? cool just yeah, way to fit the story. Right like, off the top. Uh, subverting fairy tales is mm-hmm. absolutely nothing new, but I, the ways that this show does it are still unique, and they do work for me. Anyway. Absolutely. Yeah. Nice. All right. Well, well I'm, I'm happy that we all had, had a pretty... Yeah, I'm happy we all had a nice experience with that, too. Uh, ready to bring it. We're going to keep the same decadence and purity and high-class elegance as we go into the opposite mood with what, uh, the final works of a uh, of a renowned creator. Uh, Cam, what are we doing next week? We're doing the movie that uh, got Kubrick assassinated by the upper class, uh, <laughs> Eyes Wide Shut. Um, if you liked the positive portrayal of uh, women in this movie, uh, leave that at the door. <laughs> uh, no, actually, this movie's not too bad to women, but it, if you, there's stuff that you can choose to read into that has some, uh, you know, some different uh, opinions about that. <laughs> but, uh, I will read it. I, th- I think yeah, that uh, everything that really uh, Kubrick's, Kubrick's living body had to say in Eyes Wide Shut was a reflection of something that he literally saw in real life. Probably. Yes, I believe he actually went to the Overlook and died. And, <laughs> and uh, all of this. It's just I, like Miyamoto. He was gardening and he saw these stupid little bugs. He saw the Pikmin. He saw the that's a That's a new, a new uh, kind of idea I'd like to take in. Uh, every movie is a true story that happened to the director. <laughs> They have disclaimers about it not being a true story uh, and it being a coincidence. They're, they're just trying to throw you true. off so you have a suspension of, suspension of but disbelief. Let me, to continue my teaser for this, I um, was going to watch this eventually anyway. I've always been fascinated by it. And then I watched it and I got completely obsessed with it. I think I watched it four times in a month. I just really, really love this movie and all the things you can read into it. And like, not about... You know, forget about the conspiracy real life stuff. It's like mm, I what actually Kubrick happens in the movie. Why? Conspiracy it... attached to it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but yeah. you can't yeah. blame me for this one. You this really one, yeah. can't. <laughs> this one is really, uh, holy boy. Uh, but I just love all the, like, and it's got Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman who are incredible mm-hmm. in this movie. It's like maybe my first Tom Cruise movie. I've seen Top Gun. Mm-hmm. And I think that's no it. no Mission Impossible's. You didn't see any Mission Impossible. I haven't seen any of those. Yeah, and he's so good in this, and he's such a whiny baby who has everything he could ever want. Oh, I he, love it. He uh, wants more, but not in like a not yeah. in like a prissy way. It's oh, it's really great movie, and it's not. 
I don't think it's too long. I don't think worry, you're the one who cares the most about that. that only I care about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, if you have time, I have a podcast to recommend you to. And if you can, just look up some theories about the movie. We're going to do our own research. All that stuff, mm-hmm. some themes. It's Yeah, do so your own research. Come to your own conclusions. Tom Cruise was killed in real life before this movie was a ghost the whole time. Uh, <laughs> Notice how no one talks to him. He's a ghost the whole time. Yeah. I think that the marijuana in the movie is a metaphor for oh. marijuana. And if you oh. smoke it, it you, you get, get weed. High. There, this, what? <laughs> this movie has weed rage in it. So uh, <laughs> take that as your own uh, discussion. Content warning. The most unrealistic part of the movie. Content warning. Weed rage. Just smoking weed and getting angry. Uh, getting into an argument. Okay. But, yeah, I'll leave it yeah. there. We'll get to so it. So that's what it's we've on got HBO going on Max. next week. If you would like to have your own episode where we talk about the uh either the lesbian car driving film of your choosing or the uh the last work of a mysteriously dead director uh then we you could send it to uh please don't cast at gmail.com and that is please don't cast at gmail.com and i suppose it's not that mysterious for you to uh die when you have a habit of working yourself to death but yeah uh it's almost uh, incredibly not <laughs> mysterious how he dies. Yeah. <laughs> the guy who never took care of his health and worked every hour of his life died wow what happened <laughs> you think he was smoking after he died somehow i don't know <laughs> how he did it but uh, it's a miracle that um, that Miyazaki is still alive. With, because he, he... <laughs> no, yeah, I shouldn't have said that. Anyway, we'll see you next week. He's stealing with, uh... all the life force from the other Japanese directors that dropped dead. Like, He's really killing young. them, yeah. All right, anyway. well, we'll see you next week with maybe Eyes Wide Shut. So uh, maybe we won't yeah, see you. I'm going to have my eyes wide closed. All right. Uh, we'll see you then with the absolute destiny apocalypse. Have a good night, everyone. Don't go